set from around the globe. Are we ready? This is the best music from this planet. Get ready. Trap, twerk, house, grime, rap, bass, brace, techno, trance. This is Taste Makers. They're definitely. Mmm, yummy. You ruined my record, man. I just bought it. Two hours of a total musical insanity. Five, four, three, two, What is up, Los Angeles, California? It's that time again. It's Tuesday, and you're listening to Tastemakers on Dash Radio, the loud station. And yes, we are live. Thank you all for tuning in on another beautiful Tuesday. I hope everyone is having a fabulous week. Let's get this party started. This groovy beat is the latest from Todd Edwards and Sinden in the Gorgon City remix, and it's called Deeper. How deep do you like it? Keep those panties on or take them off. Let's go. Volume up.
You're listening to Tastemakers on Loud Dash Radio. Do I make you horny, baby? Oh my god. The music just turns me on. Let me hear you scream. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hello, Los Angeles. It's another beautiful day out here in La La Land. Welcome back to another Tastemaker Tuesday edition and yes that's right we are the tastemakers and we are live we are la's hottest variety dance music radio show where we talk about what is hot what is not what is current today and happening around the music world and we get all those juicy juicy salsa salsa wet interviews that will make you want to take those panties off so let's get this show on the road i'm your host dj zebra and alongside of me as always she has many talents that we cannot discuss on the air Swag. But one of them is being a fabulous co-host. The amazing and wonderful Jeebs. Hey guys, it's Jeebs and I'm so happy to be back. How are you guys? I'm doing pretty good. How was your weekend? My weekend was alright. A big shout out to uh, DJ Tracer. It was his birthday <gasps> yesterday. Hi birthday Tracer. Or two days ago. Yeah, and uh, I just did a little thing. We actually went to this event called Bears in Space. Ooh, how was that? Give me some <laughs> info. I want to hear uh, it was pretty good. It's kind of like uh, it's underground gay, a uh, little bit of raunchy, nothing classy. <laughs> Sounds fun though, as long as it was fun, you know. Uh, but good music. Uh, the DJ was Truncate, which uh, he's a local LA techno DJ that's uh, really been exploding lately. Really? And uh, he's actually going to be performing again this Sunday at Grand Park Sessions. Swag. We've talked about it before, I think. Uh, it's a yeah. free party in front of City Hall. And they throw it uh, once a month in the summer. Downtown LA? Yeah, uh, you know Grand Park where they the music. Yeah. Di- so it's in that area. Yeah, oh, okay. Right so in the it's grass. one of the events. Okay. Yeah, right in the grass. and Right in front of City Hall, I think I know. Exactly yeah, and they where. do it once a month in the summer. They've been doing it the last seven years. And I remember going to it when it was like maybe, it felt like it was like 20 people. But it's just like one of these things in LA that, you know, gets popular. And now you go and it's a, a, literally a festival, like crammed. Really? Yeah. So now it's next thing you know they're gonna start renting out like a bigger venue, <laughs> just start just having well, a whole festival. But no, I mean it's that's fr- well, it's free, you know. Yeah. So, but Truncate uh, and big shout out to the six a.m. Uh, six a.m. group because they are part of a LA techno underground party, and big shout out to them because they're throwing a party on Sunday. Swag. Oh. Yeah. No. Um. Grand Park is always in the summer. It's always popping. Always. They always have some, yeah, some events now, going yeah. on. I think. Kuko had his release. This is an artist, Kuko. He had his release. He had a, a little mini concert. I think this Saturday and at that park, they're going to have um, a La Taco Festival. So mm, it's a taco festival. Yummy. People. I mean, well, there was a. I, well, did you go to the foodie festival? No, <laughs> you were talking about was, last week. No, I was out of town this week. So. Oh, oh yeah, I saw your Instagram feed. Yes. On I, Low Key Jeeps. Yes. <laughs> you were in Hawaii. Yes, I when, went. To, <laughs> when the hell did you go to Hawaii? I went last week. Um, <laughs> I li- just came back yesterday morning. What the? What the? Um, what the yeah, I saw a photo <laughs> today. I think this morning, and I was like. She's in Hawaii. I mean, I yeah, I forgot to mention it. I thought I mentioned it, but I, I was going to mention it last week to you. Uh-huh. Um, but it just slipped, it kind of slipped my mind. And I, yeah, yesterday I was just busy, just trying to get everything done before I had to leave. And then I did leave some things that I didn't finish. So I mean, now I'm back and. 
back to work mode. So school starts next week and I'm excited. So it's back to the flow. Summer is coming to an end, but that doesn't mean that the fun stops. Well, for you, <laughs> not me. Oh, well, I mean, again, um, this weekend looks like a lot of events are coming on. Just like the one you said, there's ta- there's a taco festival in Grand Park as well on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to get up and close and personal, go to Yola Dia. This weekend, uh, on Sunday, it's going to be in LA Historic Park, just a couple blocks down from the Grand Park. It's basically like a female empowerment um, festival. Megan Thee Stallion's going to be there. You know, she has uh, Hot Girl Summer started, so we're ending it with her. Leaky Lee, Cat Power, Sophie, and Courtney Love are going to be there as well. Hmm. Um, and local local DJs are going to have food, strong drinks, and just everyone at the park. So if you guys want to go check that out. It's going to be August 18th from 3 to 10 p.m. Catch me there. You know, I'm excited. Yeah, you're, so you're going. Yes, I'm going to yeah, be LA going. LA Historic Park is a wonderful venue. It is. It's yeah. um, They've been upcoming a lot with um, a lot of events. I know they had, oh, what's that summer? It's it's a festival that happens. It's like a, like a, like a not emo um, festival. It's like a, a rock band festival that happens. They had it last there. Last year there, Odessa just performed like two weeks ago in that park. Um, so yeah, it, it's a really beautiful park. I was just talking about it like two weeks yeah. ago. They're getting a lot of bit, uh, large artists to play mm-hmm. there, but also they used to do a, a hard festival. Yes, there we go, hard and- uh, I remember I went to Swedish House Mafia back in the day. Swag. Um, FYF Festival, when that was around, that used to be there. Yeah, that little area itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like people that don't know LA or like aren't really familiar. It's right outside of Chinatown. And it's so, it's upcoming. like. They just opened a brewery there that has amazing beer. If you guys love beer, I'm always here. Their yeah, food is good too. And it's the last uh, stop yes. on the train station. If it's, you, yeah, if you can take the, the train stop. there, it'll drop you off right the there. Train the, the, rides, the train rides like right on the side of the <laughs> of the park itself. It's beautiful. Check it out. It's Again, it has amazing view of downtown as well. So if you guys want to get a little more familiar with LA, downtown LA, definitely check out that park. Check out the events that come up. They have free events. They have big name events. That park is just like so super like multi like everyone just is there and it's it's good vibes. So shall we get on to our tastemaker exclusive guest? Yes, I'm excited. Tastemaker, I was cracking up all morning today. <laughs> He's an actor, comedian, and writer who makes funny YouTube videos about gay life. He's been featured on Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Out Magazine, and E News. Rumor has it he's recreating the Karma Sutra. And I heard he's training hard for the 2020 Olympics as a tongue gymnast. I'll mm. get the deets. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm proud to have on the show the hilarious and fantastic Mr. Michael Henry. Hello. What is up, Michael? Nothing. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Of course. I know nothing about music. Oh, you should, I see you at all the music events. I, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm there for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> But it makes you move, makes you dance. Yeah, it makes me wiggle. Yeah. What festivals have you been to or which one do you... Well, just the t- started off, he went to Bears in the I face. To, face. I, I, I didn't oh. see him there, but he was there. I normally go whenever it's happening, but I've been under the weather, so I didn't get to really enjoy mm-hmm. it. But uh, it's one of my favorite events. Mm-hmm. And it, you've hosted as well. And I've hosted. It's just like a fun outdoor <clears throat> It's basically just gays drinking in a parking lot. Yeah, and the McDonald's is right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> it's like right by your McDonald's. What's that? Akbar. Yeah. Oh, in, okay. uh, Silver Lake. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like you were saying, it's, it actually starts outside, and then when the sun goes down, they move everyone inside the club, and it's 
they have two rooms and then uh next thing you know you're in this heated room and bo's yes everyone has a shirt off mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's always great music they get uh, always good talent and really? good djs and the bears in space crew the normal djs like victor rodriguez mm-hmm. they're all really really good oh yeah and the boys are great too <laughs> the boys are good you gotta keep that in mind the boys are, are great i'm not going anywhere unless the boys are good. where else is the boys are good Oh, um, pretty much any bar. After two <laughs> drinks, the boys are good anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're not picky, I heard. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> well, we're going to get to know Michael a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get back to the music, uh-huh. which Michael's unfamiliar with. I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with it all. But, but I the, love it all. All right. <laughs> yeah, as long as it brings up good, the, the boys and the good vibes, it's yeah, all for Yeah, and the it. two drinks, then I'm, I'm sold. I mean, cheap date. Cheap uh-huh, date. Totally. <laughs> A man that knows who he wants. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. This next one is by Ben Sterling, and it's the Jansen's remix called Fantasy. What is your fantasy? Um, Men touching my face and telling me that they have feelings for me. Oh. <laughs> You are emotional, aren't you? I am, very- yeah. I'm a big crier. That's your kink, huh? Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's, That's your kink. my kink, baby. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and right now we'll go into fantasy. <sighs> this is Dash Radio, the loud station, and we are the tastemakers with Michael Henry. Mm-hmm. And wait, there's no boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the tastemakers with Zebra and Jeebs on loud Dash Radio. <laughs>
in the hot seat. <laughs> Do you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Just give us a rundown, whatever you want to say. And, sure. Um, um, well, I'm a comedian, actor, writer. Yeah, I already I'm, said that. Yes. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, I've lived in LA for like 10 years. You're originally from New York, yeah, correct? Yeah, from Long Island. Yeah. And East then Coast. When mm-hmm. did you make the transition or when did you decide that, you, you know, you were funny? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I didn't have any friends in junior high or high school. So I watched a lot of television. I watched a lot of sitcoms and I saw um, that all of these funny people have so much power. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a funny person uh, because funny people like attract people. And you know what? I was right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you talk about television, I, I I was thinking because your videos to me are kind of still ahead of its mm-hmm. kind of time. Yeah, I don't know if I was telling Jeebs, I was texting her about it actually, and I don't think America is really ready mm-hmm. for what your content is. Yeah, but I was wondering. It's innovative. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thanks. Um, I think it was in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Kids in the Hall? Yes, I loved kids in the and hall. And I felt like they were really mm-hmm. ahead of their time. Yeah. With that. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. I need to rewatch it because it's been so long since I watched that show. But I feel like we're in a time right now where we're, um, we're kind of li- in a, tra- like everybody's living their life on Instagram and social media. Yeah. And we think that we're being transparent, but we're really not. Like we're documenting our days, but through a, you know, a stylized way. Yeah, the way we want it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I try to portray myself accurately in a heightened way, in a um, more vulnerable way. Like I try to be as transparent as everybody thinks that they're being, but actually. And you make it funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the key. I, I mean, I want to make sure every single thing that I'm doing is funny for the most part, because also that hooks people in people. You need to make sure people are entertained. Otherwise, people are not going to watch and they're not going to hear your message. So how much truth are in your videos? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's truth in comedy. Everything yeah. that I, I, I'm Michael in all of my videos. Yeah, like I never true. have a different name. Um, so Except I Except when you play characters. Except for when I play characters, which is kind of rare. But um, no, I know, normally I'm always myself in a heightened way. And a lot of the opinions I have are mine or versions of mine or friends of mine. So it's topics that my friends and I talk about. Nice. Yeah. The thing about like your videos, they are on point, mm-hmm. um, especially with gay culture yeah. and just topics. I was wondering, because you go over this... In the gay culture, stereotypes uh-huh. is very true, mm-hmm. and it's one of the f- kind of few cultures where you, uh, you everyone's identified by a certain yeah stereotype. Correct? Yeah. Uh, do you think we'll ever be beyond beyond that, or the gay world be beyond that? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I think everybody just everybody has a stereotype of what gay people are. People that aren't gay and gay people themselves, and it's kind of frustrating because mm-hmm. it's just been so ingrained into us through like media and just in their own community well, and television too. television too. they're only projecting one mm-hmm. well they're ter- they're only projecting two types of gay yeah. people like gay characters that are actually played by straight men so the characters come across as a straight person or 
gay characters are that are the complete opposite that are super flamboyant and mm-hmm. feminine mm-hmm. those people exist but there's so much in between we're all human beings exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I think no I think that's what I liked about your videos because your videos are just like yeah these are these stereotypes but it goes in deeper like mm-hmm. for example the first one I saw was um, I was telling you the first video I came across was like how do you know you're a bottom right and it's crazy how you guys are giving all these stereotypes mm-hmm. and the guy's still like, yeah, but I'm still the top. And exactly. so that's the funny part of that's to me, that's the funny part. But also it gives that that leeway of like there's more to just like flamboyant gay mm-hmm. and secret like straight, like quote unquote straight men, uh-huh. you know, playing gay characters. Like, mm-hmm. so that's I, I like that. And I think that your content is like much needed because it has that rep- that that um instant of representation yeah i think that's really important especially for for your audience thanks yeah i feel like a lot of gay people like i'm in my 30s now and i think a lot of gay people that are my age or people that are like i shouldn't even just say gay anymore it's like (laughs) everybody gay in between bi queer whatever i mean people that have been doing this for 10 plus years they still are just following the rules that they think that people that people put on them kind of like i know people that have been topping for years just because everybody thinks that they're supposed to you know yeah it's crazy it's crazy about it, you know uh-huh <laughs> just because you're a big person doesn't mean you have to be doing that there's so much in between and it's hard to figure out because yeah. a lot of gay people also just don't give you that leeway yeah but if you're a twink you're a twink if you're a twink you're a twink and that's that <laughs> know your role <laughs> you can't get out of that you can't get out of that stay in your lane guys stay in your lane twinks <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like—is that the same video? I was wondering uh, where at the very end, you, the guy he unzips his pants. Yeah, and he has like, a big dick. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, well then, yeah. Some some answers, some questions get answered. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you have a big dick, people expect things. <laughs> you gotta live up to it. You gotta man. live up to it. I mean, you gotta you know use it here and there. I mean, if you want to, but. But that's what people expect. If you don't want to use it, I guess it's your prerogative too. With such a big dick comes big responsibilities. Okay, guys. That, I think a why a president once said that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a leader. Well, how many places in your LA tour guide video? Oh yeah. Oh. How, you said because you, yes, you know one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred percent accurate. Um, I mean, that yeah. is accurate. <laughs> you've got a bj you've given bjs everywhere <laughs> but yeah pretty much i've had oral sex all throughout um la county um some of that video was a reenactment but literally that's what i would think whenever i'd go different areas I'd be like oh my like the best part of hooking up in la i think is the real estate looking at all these new fancy or old apartments that are way out of your price range it's like oh my god i never ever would be inside this apartment if it weren't for my oral sex that i'm doing <laughs> you know it's uh, really amazing i need to start doing that more do it uh, i mean <laughs> if you if you want to see beautiful apartments or houses you have to start well that's also power right there yes it is yeah, yeah you get have, a di- i want to get a discount at mcdonald's do you dick know in your mouth <laughs> dick in your mouth yeah i mean if you can't afford mcdonald's that's a, a rough moment <laughs> Can't afford a dollar menu. No, that's tough. <laughs> hey, I mean, you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, that BJ better be worth those McChickens, bro. <laughs> I know. They're, I think, a dollar fifty. 
Yeah, it's no longer the dollar menu. Oh, I know. What's up? What's up, McDonald's? That's fucked up. Burger King has it. Burger King, they have mozzarella sticks now. Ooh. <laughs> they got Cheeto fries too. So oh, snap. I wonder how many BJs for that. But I see a couple. <laughs> Do you swallow? Oh yeah, I love swallowing. <laughs> swallowing is like my number one favorite thing. <laughs> and does your jokes mm-hmm. or your looks or neither get you laid? Oh, I it's tough. I mean, j- jokes definitely open the door for me. And then I don't know. I, I'm the, and the rest I'm trying to figure out. But the thing is, if you're funny, you're automatically cute. And no matter where sense you go, if your sense of humor is there. Women a, think I, that. Women think that. I don't know, men, gay men are, they're so finicky. Well, and I think really? gay men are honest. What? They're honest with one another. Who, gay men? About yeah, looks? Well, they'll, they'll gay cut. men are cruel. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they'll tell you, you know, they'll tell you in your face. Yeah, you're ugly, get lost. Yeah, well, a, a woman, <laughs> Wow. you can try to be funny and like, oh, that's cute. And, you know, but they you run, could, run you around and then you keep on falling. I'm like, I wish you just told me I was ugly and I was annoying, mm. you know? But I think that you could win a woman over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. being more yeah funny. I'm a girl, so yes, I'm, I'm a, I yeah, will say that. Yes, exactly. you can, if you make him make me laugh, it's tough you to can make me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I wish it were the same with men. It's not really. Wow, unfortunately. I feel, I'm so sorry, guys. Like it's not right. I mean, it's not right. <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe I'll fall in love with a woman. I mean, no comedy <laughs> does never open know. the door. So. Yeah, once we throw out the labels, then it's you're all it's your pansexual. Uh, maybe, right? Maybe that's true. Yeah, it's just 2019. I mean, everyone's fluid, as they say, right? That's uh, what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Uh, yeah, that's what they're saying until the opportunity knocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Who's really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Everyone says once, it uh, once, <laughs> once you have a dick in your face, are you? Come on, yeah, come are on. You gonna do it? Do you want this whopper or not? I thought you're fluid. <laughs> What I thought you swallowed. What the fuck? I know, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With that thought, we're going to take a little break. Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll get more into your YouTube videos and okay. how they all begun. And I want to get to know about how the... Are they called the Dumpster Queens or... Yes. The Dumpster Dumps- Queens. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear did about you ever, Did you watch any of those videos, James? No, I don't think I got to those uh, okay. videos. I, I haven't gotten into... I, the last video I think I saw was the Car Wish one. The Car oh. Wish one. Oh, the Car Wish one. Yeah. The Summer Body one. Oh yeah, that's then, it's with them. We and do then the the, the, the ISIS King in your um, interview. Oh yeah, I love her. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, we are with Michael Henry, Mister mm-hmm. Funny Man from that YouTube Star, and this is Dash Radio Loud Station. We are the Tastemakers, and this next music jam is a rework and a remix by Junior Sanchez, and it's called Seven A.M. Who knows that hour? Um, sleeping hour. Poppers and. <laughs> <laughs> Poppers and sleeping. <laughs> Turn it up. We're tastemakers. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Tastemakers with Zebra and Jeebs.
are with Michael Henry. Hi. <laughs> well, let's get right into that. The dumpster queens. queens. That's what it's called. Yeah. Am I right? Unofficially, yes. Unofficially. Because I used to see your videos and they weren't always, you know, sometimes they're in the front lawn. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then eventually I saw them in front of a dumpster and, 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 it, and it's... Stuck, right? Stuck, yeah. yeah. Did people did people like that? People, or? Well, people were like, what the heck? So I kind of liked that. Well, we I run out of locations to shoot at. Everything is pretty much near my friend Paul's. Um, and he like shoots the videos. Um, and um, so we're like, what is the weirdest place that we could do it in front of? So we just kept doing this dumpster. So... It kind of stuck, yeah. And if people are like, "What's the what's what does it mean? What's the symbolism?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have anything for you. I, come up with it for me." It's you could be like it's um it's part of your uh conceptual art. It is. It's pretty. <laughs> it's I'm still conceiving it. <laughs> and it's you three came uh -huh. together. How how that come well, about? Well, we're all in the comedy scene, and all the gay comedians were kind of like. Uh, we all kind of know each other. So uh, honestly, it's I've lived in LA for 10 years and it took me a while to like, probably only within the past three years that I feel like, oh, there's a gay comedian scene. Like we all do to kind of like sketch comedy at whether it be at like Groundlings or uh, UCB or Second City or whatever. And we all just kind of like found each other and um, collaborate. And the three of us, I, I, I honestly can't couldn't even tell you. Um, I think we either just knew of each other online and just through seeing each other and I reached out to them and were like, would you want to do some videos together? So uh, that's how it kind of started. And I see Pete Zayas at Akbar all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wanted to do like a little series amongst you three or yeah. something like that? Yeah, I mean, I would love to. I have stuff written, you know, everything is in, uh, in the works, uh, potentially available potentially could come become something else. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. When did YouTube become a thing? When you notice people started mm -hmm. watching and I started making videos. Them, well, I started making videos like 4 years ago, um, but my friends in my circle were doing them around that same time and they weren't including me and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I was like, you know what? I'll do my own. So, I started doing my own. Not anybody really watched for the first like year or so. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. My therapist kept pushing me. So, I always... <laughs> big shout out. A big, big shout out to my therapist. Worth every penny. <laughs> um, but uh, he... Uh, I eventually... Want, I did a video called Gay Chicken. And that one really kind of like took off. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm, yeah, that I one. play that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I usually I mean, win. I know. I, I bet. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people have. Um, it's perfect inspiration. Um, but uh, it that one took off and then I just kept doing more gay stuff from there. Nice. Yeah. So about three years ago, it started to kind of take off. Oh, so only three years in time. Yeah. And your advice to people that mm -hmm. want to do. Do it. Do you just have to keep. Do I mean, I it's, mean, it sounds like you're just being persistent and mm -hmm. putting stuff out there exactly. and working and working. Exactly. Plus, you don't know when something's going to hit you know like i know people who have made a video nothing happened with it and then out of the blue a year later it took off but they didn't do any more videos because they were frustrated that that one didn't take off you can't do every video expecting to go viral mm -hmm. you know you have to keep doing them keep doing them and then when one takes off then you have a whole other slew of videos for people to be watching so i mean that's my that was what i did and um look at me now <laughs> the gay roosters next
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. The, the female version. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so it's evolved over the time. Yeah. You've, you've done a little bit of, I guess, their web series. Yeah. Would you call them? Oh, yeah. I did a web series I was really proud of. Um, I did a called The Journey of Being Likable. That mm-hmm. was like a little five part web series that I really liked doing. Um, and then I also did Nailed by Michael Henry. So I do a little. Um, I really like that one. You had Gu- uh, Gus Ken. Yes. Ken, Ken's really Ken young Henry, on it. Yeah. And, his, mm-hmm. and his boyfriend. I had yeah. his boyfriend on last season. Yeah, they're great. They're not together anymore. Unfortunately. No, uh, upsetting. Well, yes. Is it soon? You can swipe right in we'll there. See. I mean, <laughs> I've been planting seeds. <laughs> we'll see if these jokes get me anywhere. <laughs> Oh, I thought the jokes did. We'll see with women. With women. I don't know. Gay men, I think you need uh, more. Big ass or yeah, something. Nine inches. Nine inches and a big ass. <laughs> then the jokes are just a cherry on top. The jokes are, the, are, are like the little... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's it. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up? Or, I, ever, or have you ever done stand-up? I've stand never up? really yeah. done it. I did a couple open mics and I never enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it's a totally different beast because yeah. stand-up it's is... most difficult. I would say of all I the think, artist platforms being in front of people. I th- oh, it's interesting because some people that do stand up don't think that they think they think it's hard, but they think that other uh, avenues in the comedy world are even harder hmm. because with stand up, it's just you. Some people are very intimidated by that. Some people relish in that. I am very intimidated by that. I enjoy bouncing off other people, talking, conversation, you know, listening to what someone else has to say and then saying something back. But people that do stand up, that they love it to be just them. They love to bomb on their own or they love to, you know, get all the glory on their own. I like to share both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, And I heard you share quite a bit. I'm a big share. Yeah, I share with myself all the time. And a giver. <laughs> Exactly. Those jokes work on myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, it's me. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> but no, I would like to get into stand up again, but it's hard. Like you it's, said, it's a beast. It's, it's a beast. I mean, the people that you, you're right, they relish it. They, yeah. They, the audience uh-huh. interaction, they get off on that. But I feel like it's difficult because, you know, when someone doesn't like your joke uh-huh. it's kind of like a train chain rea- train rea- reaction and uh-huh. just, you just if you can't get out of it you're just it's getting worse and worse it you, you that's that's totally it and that's why i like doing film stuff because you can you kind can of take another take take another take <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean that's why i like sketch comedy even when i did it on stage is because you know you could even bounce you could kind of recover or oh, someone else talking could, about improv yeah, I did improv and even like um, sketch shows I've done, like mm-hmm. sketch, like stuff they've written and did it as an oh. ensemble. Did you ever watch uh, with Drew Carey? Oh, that was uh, a great show. Line, it, is it anyway? Wasn't it in, first in Europe or uh, UK first? Maybe? Oh, I and think then, you're right. But mm-hmm. whose line? Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. I haven't watched that in so long. That's, that is a great show. I mean, yeah. I don't even know why they don't have something. It's on. The, the Aisha Tyler is hosting it for the CW. Oh, so they really it's, do have they it. They do have it. It's just, um, I think maybe uh, moms and dads in the middle of America are watching it. Not oh really. Uh, well, it's not. A- not really us. <laughs> because it was extremely funny, I remember. It was. Uh, I'm sure it still is for the people that um, watch it. Uh. So what is next? Do you have anything else? 
I mean, you do. Yeah. You're constantly making videos. You're yeah. you're putting out a uh, video once I'm a week every Tuesday. You, you every just did. Tuesday. Yeah, I put something out today. Check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm making my YouTube videos, and I'm trying to make more short films, um, stuff that has a little bit more of a serious topic when it comes to the gay community. You want to do more screenplays? I do. Kind of like that web series you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to do some more stuff in that vein. Um, but stuff that um, is like, uh, like I just did a short film that I'm submitting to festivals right now that's all about sexual assault mm -hmm. in the gay community, which like is gay it, men never talk about. It's serious. It's serious because, uh, I mean, serious in the fact that like I don't think gay men or men that have sex with men, I should say, um, don't know how to decipher what was a violation and what isn't because gay men, the, the gay community is just so sexualized. Like even... Every festival, like even the one we went to this past weekend or the, all the ones in West Hollywood or whatever, everybody's like close to naked, uh, every, every very sexual, drinking, who knows what else people are doing. You don't know when, you know, you're being inappropriate or someone's being inappropriate to you or it's there's you don't know where the lines are the line mm -hmm. of consent is like very blurred out uh, and very yeah, blurred in the, out in the gay world yeah because you're expected a you're all you're expected mm -hmm. to be a part of that well, and, and you're a man and, yeah <laughs> i mean horny guy exactly i mean i've worked in gay bars and uh, we used to work at a place called when it was here lounge oh yeah <laughs> i loved here lounge they had truck stop <laughs> on fridays the uh, ladies night. oh yeah the lesbian night uh-huh yeah and uh, I used to work on Sundays, just one night, one night a week. It was when I first moved here. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I remember just, you know, you're pretty much the- uh, Were you go-go uh, dancing? No, I was a bar boy. Uh, oh. And uh, you're pretty much a, you know, a toy. A toy. toy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so getting- sorry. I mean- I, know, I, 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 I mean, I enjoyed it uh -huh. to a certain extent. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes it was, you know- People cross the line yeah. now. Yeah, some people like- but most people, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's whatever. That's and I think that's how it is in the gay world. Like you know, yeah. just brush it off. But some, like uh -huh. you're right, can be very aggressive. Mm -hmm. And you know, those are the ones you know we need to point out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like, a, a, is it a good thing or a bad thing that the community is so sexualized? I get mm -hmm. that. Uh, why it's so sexualized? Because it's a bit of a revolt you know mm. that's how it started mm -hmm. but then it's also like when is it like too much mm. when is that this is that all that is that the you know the base of our food pyramid it's, I'm, I'm not getting it anymore yeah. well like in some of your videos you you seem like you're the complete opposite i well i mean i'm versions I mean, of myself yeah. yes but what you know when I think you, it's you highlight it seems mm -hmm. oh you know let's cuddle you yeah. did highlight it in the where's uh what's your kink one? Yes. You you were like uh -huh. oh like they're basically like you guys are accepting the fact that you guys are yeah, depressed and exactly. like sad, For depressed and horny. I mean, hello, I need to have that shirt made. And all your friends, all like to me, it was funny how like your friends are like affection. Like yeah. what is that? And uh -huh. It's like oh, that's that's the normal. Like exactly. But I mean, let me tell you, I I, I know so many gay men. In, up until like 30s, 40s, 50s, I guarantee you they probably have only ha been intimate, maybe, maybe never, maybe once, twice, three times. Sex is not intimacy. You know, they're not mutually exclusive. What? 
No. What are you talking about? Uh, I know it all. Okay. Listen up. If you, uh, oh yeah, viewers. there's a big difference between <laughs> sex big, and, and intimacy. Exactly. Like, a big difference, but a lot of people think that once you're in it, you're like, oh, this is what being intimate is. Like, no. no, it's not. <laughs> no. Anyone can have sex. Anybody can have sex. Anybody can use their genitals. Using your. I'm using them right now. Oh. <laughs> What do you think I do behind his desk? Oh, <laughs> well, that's where we need the cameras. <laughs> we'll go shift it over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, um, yeah, I mean, I'm on this journey too. I'm figuring it all out. Like so everybody's, it's so easy to have sex. Intimacy, difficult. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Someone help me. <laughs> Shout out there. Shout out. To well, I mean, that's where you have your therapist. My therapist doesn't touch me. <laughs> At the end of the day, we just want a little love. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. Even though uh, some of us don't admit it. I know. Well, that's yeah. the thing. So many gay men I know, they're like, their only objective every weekend is to get some. Because that's their, that's, that's their sense of like intimacy. Exactly. It's yeah. like when you're like 20 some years old, though. Oh, I'm only friends with young people. <laughs> at me right now, Zebra. At me. Because uh -huh. I'm, I'm going through it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I want to rip your clothes off, but I just want someone to cuddle me too, you oh, know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't we do both? No. <laughs> no, it's either 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 or. Either or. It seems like it. <laughs> well, do you want to add anything? You know, I, I like, um, I would like people to message me, message me, and then we'll talk. Maybe, maybe we'll figure out some people could be intimate with me and some people will just be swallowing. <laughs> you gotta give them, you gotta give them like the, the little, like, uh, what mm -hmm. you want? Yeah, well, what you want? Well, they swallow and then become intimate after, you know, because oh. most, you know, once it's done, they skedaddle and then, I know. but if they stay and, you know. I'm going to trap them. <laughs> Stay. You have to tell me you have feelings you for have me. You have to tell me your most deep, dark secret and cry on my shoulder. You have to pet me. Pet my hair. Tell me I'm beautiful. This is this is what I do. Awesome. <laughs> There's hope. Is there? Romance isn't dead, okay, guys? No, it's not. I'm reviving it. One <laughs> swallow at a time. One swallow at a time. <laughs> We gotta make shirts. <laughs> we have to. So. Yeah. Romance isn't dead, guys. Mm -mm. In the back, one swallow at a time. Uh, do jokes work for you? Uh, do jokes work for me? Yeah, like, yeah. Can, I, can, I, can, will that drop the panties? I love it when people are funny, men, women. Yeah. You'll drop I, your drawers for that? Um, I don't know. I mean, no, probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm yeah. just being honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a slipper. I think I'm, I'm already. I'm a slut for humor. Yeah. Slut yeah. for jokes. Yeah. I'm already past that, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just too picky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'll take it. I love it. I mean, make yeah. me laugh. Make me laugh all day. That's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, how can we find you? Oh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Michael Henry Comedy, uh, Instagram and Twitter, Michael Henry915. And you can find me at Akbar. I'm always there. Yeah. What's your favorite spot? That's probably my favorite. Or favorite. I have a Foo Bar. Foo Bar. You ever been to Foo Bar? I've been, yeah. It's oh. been a while. Oh, you got to go back. <laughs> I mean, they've got that BFD on Thursdays. You know what that stands for? No. I don't know what that is. Take a guess. BFT? B BFD. Oh, B. Oh. Big. Oh, okay. uh -huh. I was yeah. like, I heard BFT. I was like, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Sounds no. like a sandwich. Big fat taint. 
Well, it could be a sandwich. You just put two slices of bread around it. Hell yeah. Oh, or a tortilla. Ooh, I'm, now I'm hungry. <laughs> That's a new trick I'm going to bring to the bedroom. I'm like, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. So I have the stuff is ready. I have the tortillas already. You know, zip down. <laughs> so, like rancheros, I'm down. Mm. Thank you for joining us, Michael. That was quick. That was yeah. easy. I, yeah, Ripped pain. the bandage. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's almost been an hour. I can't believe it. It went by so fast. Ugh. This, to me, was intimacy. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we shared something. We have a little connection. Mm -hmm. the, the the sound of the, our voices and these mics are so intimate. Ooh. I know. I, I low-key like when I get the audio. I'm like, dang. Like we, and then you have the music in the background. I'm like, I should just start doing some ASMR. And just oh, yeah. yeah. Some people love that. I'm, peop I'm people. You want to <laughs> go for it? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All right, then. Mm. We're going to get back to the music, and then we're going to go into the Jeeb's Cryptic Collection. Do you have it this week? Yes, of course. Awesome. I'm excited. We're going to get into the track of the week. It's by Volok. It's called Tell Me. And Michael Henry did tell us. I told you. <laughs> we are the Tastemakers, and this is Dash Radio to the Loud Station. We are with Michael Henry. You're listening to Tastemakers with Zebra and Jeebs. Are you ready? Favorite record of this week's show. <laughs> Dash Radio.
On my cryptic collection, I am bringing you guys Computer Data and his album Trump Folge. This this album falls under the genre house music. It's an EP, of course. It, re- it was released in 2018, so it's about four tracks, and it was released under the label Infinity Tracks Records. You can find it streaming on Beatport, Spotify, YouTube, or Apple Music, or hit up his social media on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram at Computer Data. C-O-M-P-U-T-R-D-A-T-A. So hit him up with the DMs. Let him know that his music is lit. Anyways, a little bit about this guy. Um, He is the artist and owner of Purebred Records. He's based in San Francisco, so he's up in the Bay Area. He goes by the real name of Brett Henderson. And he actually has uh, an event coming up this weekend in the Bay Area, August 17th, uh, called Noise Pop with Boutra and Ella Minus. I think uh, I had Boutra in my cryptic collection a couple weeks ago. So, you know, those two are going to put in work. And yeah, so the album I picked this week was Trump Folge. And from that album, I picked the three tracks Front, Trump Folge, and Depth. So, if, Zebra, if you want to play tr- um, Front for us so we, uh, the listeners can hear this amazing sound. Righty. Tastemakers. Oh, 
so that one right there is front by computer data i like this song again it's more of a chill vibe from the other four um three tracks on this album it's a little slower when it comes to the the beat but overall i i enjoyed i enjoyed this track it's super chill vibes amazing chill. yeah yeah chill vibes i love the synth mm-hmm um again it falls into the house genre i can see why again it's more melodic it's a like lounge house yeah it's like lounge house going on so yeah this one is front by computer data and the next one that i chose was trump fold which is the name of the album but i i i like the song i really did it's a little faster so if you want to play it for our listeners so they can hear this amazing sound All right. <laughs> Fulge. Um, again, this one was the one that was named after the album. Again, it's a little more loungy, a little more. Um, the beat to me is a little faster, not as fast as front, but I feel like it gets to the song or it gets to the sound faster than front. That's why I really liked it. And then the last one that I picked, of course, you know, guys, I'm always saving my the best for last. And this one is Depth by Computer Data. So, Zebra, if you want to give us the depth and Listen to this amazing track. I, it was one of my favorites, so let's give it a listen.
So this one was Depth by Computer Data. I enjoyed this one. It has a little more cool vibe. Um, I It made me feel some type of way. Like I was like walking to the beat of this with my shades on. Felt pretty cool. I actually listened to this album while I was in Hawaii. So yeah, I was walking the to the hotel. The last one kind of had like a... I was thinking like Hawaiian yeah. feeling. And then this one kind of has an Asian, that, that instrument. That yeah. Dun, 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 dun. The little, yeah, like, little strings going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so band. there was, I was into the song as I was walking down like my hotel and I'm like walking to like strutting to the steps of it. So I really, I, this is by far my favorite song off this EB, EP. Again, you can stream this EP on Beatport, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. You can look them under computer data. Again, this album is called Trump Folge. Or you can hit them up on social media on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, all at computer data. Computer spelled C-O-M-P-U-T-R and then data D-A-T-A. Again, check them out. He will be in the Bay Area if any of our listeners are going up there this weekend uh, doing noise pop with Boucher and Ella Minus. Check them out. Again, he's a really good. He's a really good DJ. He's. Uh, I have a couple more discography. His, his, a couple more of his discography in my Spotify. So again, look him up on Twitter, Instagram, or you can hit me up at Low Key Jeeves to ask me any questions. If you have any recommendations, just let me know. I'm always all about that new sound. So again, at Low Key Jeeves or on Twitter at Andrea G Mendez. Just hit me up. I don't bite. I like new music. So let's become friends. Right. Thank you, Jeebs. This is Tastemakers. We are going into our second hour guest mix. Oh, yeah. This gentleman is born in Berlin and raised in a musical family. He quickly learned that music is not just sounds from a radio device, but an expression and elixir of life. He started at the age of 12 experimenting with electronic music. His style is meticulously always very melodious, sometimes deep, sometimes full of pressure, sometimes both. I'm thrilled to share with you all this special guest mix made by Matthias Moritz. Get ready to dance. This is Matthias Moritz.
when the track gets loud, that they want to take their hands up. All the boys go to them, to them, when they beat the drops, they want to follow the drum, and all the girls should get it, y'all go with them, they just get loud.
Take a ride. 
addictions. As long as there are people, there will be addiction to drugs, gambling, liquor, food, women, work, sports, even to arts, creeds, and religions. Moderation, or call it pacing, is the answer. And he who knows how to pace himself can win any race. Addictions cannot be outlawed, and laws that cannot be enforced make a mockery of justice. Prohibition only raised the price of liquor to the joy of the bootleggers. The outlawing of gambling fills the pockets of the illegal bookmakers. The outlawing of dope selling enriches the dope pushers and forces the addict into crimes. But dope pushing and the crimes that go with it could be almost completely eliminated with one drastic step. The Health, Education, and Welfare Department should buy and package the most popular dopes and sell them without profit to drugstores to be retailed for 25 cents with a label clearly indicating what the dope will do to the purchaser, when insanity will start, and which dosage will be fatal. This 25-cent package with its explanatory label will first put dope pushers out of business overnight, second, promptly reduce crime, third, eliminate psychiatric double talk, and fourth, disgust and scare potential dope takers. By making dope available for 25 cents, one can separate the addict from the pusher, and at the same time separate weaklings from men with self-control.
Chris Moritz from Berlin. And he's doing our special Tastemakers Tuesday guest mix. Thank you to Michael Henry for joining us today. It was a pleasure having him. Find him at Ma- yeah, find him at Michael Henry on uh, YouTube. Uh, if you haven't seen him, watch his videos. And on Instagram, I believe it is Michael Henry915. August 24th, there is going to be a Tastemakers Family Warehouse party. Come over, meet all of us. You're, you're gonna see uh, see Zebra, me, Paper, all of the, all the Tastemakers family. We keep it lit. So August 24th, market calendars. We are throwing a warehouse party. You can hit us up on Instagram or our personal Instagrams to for the for the address. Some more details to come. So again, we are excited. We're excited to meet you guys. A uh, number of a uh, number of DJs will be will be playing. So again, check us out. We're here as a big family, and we're here to throw the party for you guys. Right on, right on. That's gonna be a sick party. Find us at Tastemaker Media on Instagram. Find Loki Jeebs, myself, Jupiter Sanchez. That was another week. There you go. There you have it, folks. You know we're always bringing you guys what's up, what's hot, and you know our guests are always the sweetest. So thank you guys for tuning in. You are listening to Tastemakers on the Loud Station. This is Jeebs. You can follow me at Loki Jeebs on Instagram or on Twitter at Andrea G Mendez. Hit us up. We're really nice. Bring you guys again more guests, more music. So tune in four to six. We're always here every Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Tastemakers with Zebra and Jeeves on Loud Dash Radio. Oh, 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 oh.